Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Crushing Through Life podcast with your hosts Rob and Jim. Check us out on YouTube. Go to youtube.com in the search bar, type in Crushing Through Life, where you can watch this podcast on top of listening to it and view our beautiful faces. Why not, right? That's right. And on top of watching our beautiful faces, you can click that beautiful little subscribe button. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it is July uh, 2021. Nope. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I should it let is... you finish, but uh... I know. I know. You know what? I did it on purpose. It's <laughs> July 13th, 2021. I wanted to see what your reaction because I got the date <laughs> wrong last episode. And as always, let's start off with today's quote We hold ourselves back in ways, both big and small, by lacking self confidence by not raising our hands and by pulling back when we should be leaning in. And that quote is, is from Cheryl Sandberg. Cheryl is an American business executive, billionaire and philanthropist. She currently serves as the chief operating officer at Facebook. Wonder Pretty what they time. do. Wonder what they do. In, Ju in June 2012, she was elected to Facebook's board of directors, becoming the first woman to serve on its board. Prior to joining Facebook, Sandberg was vice president of global online sales and operations at Google. Wonder what they do. And was involved in the philanthropic arm at Google. Before that, Sandberg served as chief of staff for the United States Secretary of the Treasury, Lawrence Summers. Quite the career Cheryl Sandberg has had. In 2012, she was named in the Time 100, an annual list of the most influential people in the world. Pretty crazy. I mean, it wow. must be uh, like to get to the chief, the chief uh, operating officer of Facebook is you know, pretty tall. Task. Uh, exactly. And, uh, you know, hopefully that, that, that startup company does really well in the future. And, uh, you know, I, I wish them all the best Facebook. Um, <laughs> how long have you had buddy. Facebook for it? I was just, you know, I was just thinking that I was just thinking that Facebook, uh, when did we get Facebook? Oh, well, it came out in 2006, right? Actually, let's do a quick search on that. I, I actually had this conversation well. with somebody on the weekend, and now he was only 27. So 2004, 2004. So 2004, he didn't get it right away, like I, because uh, he would have been 10. Um, <laughs> but for me, somebody made me Facebook because I just it was one of those things I was wasn't going to do it. I also um, a couple uh, girls from high school made me my MySpace page. You know, I, it just wasn't something that I, I was going to do, I guess. Like mm -hmm. now it's just, you know, people have Facebook to actually, I guess, keep in touch. And it's just, you know, it's just such a standard thing. You just add somebody to Facebook that you work, maybe you meet them at work and you become friends and, you know, you get to like know a little bit more about their life. But back then, yeah. I, like when Facebook first came out, it was more for, you know, university students. And I remember having not gone to university right away. I feel like that was part of it. I probably would have gone it, gotten it when everybody else did. But I think when I can't remember, I think maybe Mark and Greg made it for me. <laughs> One of our old time high school friends. Yeah. And they just there added, you go. But that would have been maybe 07. 
sometime around. I there. think I so got it. Really... I think I got it around like oh five, oh six, something like that. Definitely at the tail end. Uh, pioneer, are you? Yeah, pioneer yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, but definitely at the tail end of like high school. I th- I think I remember like the original OG Facebook like profile. Um, there was, everyone just had walls. That's all you could do. There's no mm-hmm. groups or anything like that. You just post on each other's wall, and it's just crazy. Like no watching chat. it grow. No chat. Yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, no family or parents. It was, it was mainly well, just for I mean, your friends. Right? It was all. It was all <laughs> not, not. I don't even think like too many people over thirty either. It was. Yeah. It was kind yeah. of a, a, a college university, you know, and then any in that time frame type type thing yeah yeah very much so pretty crazy yeah yeah uh so dude i got my car picked up from that recall okay as you as you as you would progress yeah making progress to getting this car sold the guy calls me and he's like uh so you wanted to get a safety done and i'm like yeah let's get a safety done you know it'd be good for the it'd it'd be good for the ad it's only 100 bucks you know, if you're buying, if you're buying a used car, you'd probably want to make sure it's got a safety check. And he's like, I can't safety this because it needs brakes. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, you need front. Uh, your, your rear rotors are done mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your pads are like at two or whatever. And if you're going to do the front and back, you might as well do, you know, your rotors all the way around. And I was like, you know what, just, yeah, for sure, do it. Because then I can even add like that as, as part of the ad, right? Mm-hmm. This car, brand new brakes, got the safety check, got the invoices to prove it. But it was like, you know. It's just always one more thing. Ah, oh, dude, it was like, I was just getting an oil change to on top of doing that recall. And I was expecting just like a hundred dollar bill. No, 1300 bucks. Thirteen. Awesome. I, so I was just, I was scared to awesome. ask. Wow. Yeah, thirteen hundred bucks. I mean, that's how, what a, what a brake job is like a full round. You're looking at five hundred bucks, um, for both sides, front or back, right? So if you're mm-hmm. doing both plus tax and labor, um, I got a detail too. So on top of that, um, I wanted to make sure the car is like super clean. I took everything out of the car. You know, no one's allowed to drive it right now. I took the baby seat out. It's like pristine. So. You know, whoever starts to contact me about the ad, they can drive a, uh, you know, a fresh looking car to try to sell it. <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed within 30 feet of this thing. This <laughs> it's been yeah, detailed. Exactly. That's my last drive. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. We've been just been driving the Mazda uh, everywhere we go. Makes sense. Um, you don't want to waste the money, too, on the detailing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But for 100%. Uh, accident prone Robbie over here. That's it, man. Don't want to spill any drinks in that car, that's for sure. Really hot day out there, Terry. You want to go get an ice cream cone or something? <laughs> I'll drive. <laughs> well, that's oh, good man. though, man. Like obviously you're um you know, you it's it's kind of nice to to see you follow through on this from, you know, as as simple as asking Reddit back in the day and or back in the day, but you know, a while ago and now obviously the recall kind of helped i think maybe give you a little or definitely push, push the decision yeah definitely push the, the decision to like besides the financial aspect like mm-hmm. just to get rid of the car like it's time to time to get rid of it well for the timing and, more uh, so right because yeah. you already knew you wanted to do it but it's kind of just it's never going to be 
the top priority and all of a sudden now you've you've kind of made it one and that's what i mean with like you know so it's good good uh good job following through yeah yeah thanks man thanks um it's funny talking about old things that we've we, we were a part of just like talking about old like how, when facebook first started um do you remember watching tom green in the 90s you remember the tom green show so you know you ever what? watched that I, show uh, maybe in the i don't actually i don't know i feel like i'm more in the majority here but i did not like tom green i feel like he was a <laughs> a very very pretty vulgar you, right you liked him or you hated him kind of yeah. thing and yeah. I, I don't know maybe that's what it was because i don't really remember my the, old, the, the when i picture tom green i picture him falling into the lake or the ocean or whatever it is in charlie's angels when he's <laughs> and his name is chad and he's just like <laughs> sinking saying the chad was great or something the chad was great yeah so it's just like weird like things that you would say and all that yeah. um but yeah i so i ended up stumbling upon uh a post of tom green's channel and i remember like he had so he had that like you know cable television shows mm -hmm. a bunch of pranks and all that and then he had it was in a bunch of movies um and then he he I had a posting about uh, on YouTube that caught my eye and it was like, what well, do what Tom Green's doing during this whole pandemic? And it led me down a really big rabbit hole. I wonder so, what Tom Green's been doing for 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been doing his own, like uh, he was, he had like his own MTV show, I think at one point and he had his own show inside of his house, which was like a talk show, but like mm. celebrity guests would come over and then he had, uh, I think a podcast and all that. Um, anyways, he, Right now, I kind of because I dived into his channel, which is just hilarious. The Tom Green that you know now is not the same Tom Green from from the nineties. So you know what? Thinking that I was, I was while you were describing it, I was wondering, you know, if he has a mm -hmm. podcast that talks about all the stupid stuff he used to get up to, I wonder if I could stand his voice long enough to listen to it because I bet you he has some pretty crazy stories. Um, Definitely so like, some pretty crazy would be stories. Pretty entertaining. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy story. But what really caught my eye is that in his YouTube channel, what he's up to right now during this whole pandemic was four months into COVID, he was um, he's like, I got to get out of my house, right? Because you can't you can't do anything. And everything's kind of just, you know, Zoom calls and all that. He ended up using his money from which he said from his from his one of his movies, Freddie Got Fingered. He's like, yeah, I used my Freddie Got Fingered money to buy a van and made it uh like a sick camper like a really really cool decked out solar uh camper this this big van mm -hmm. um and what he's doing is he's traveling across north america in his van with his dog and recording it and live streaming it and it was actually pretty sweet because he was stopping i was watching i was watching the series from the from the beginning scroll back and i was and he was showing this really really cool van and something i didn't know about tom green was that he's he's a he's a techie so he like he likes and knows the technology wouldn't predict it to look at the man would, I, i'm gonna stop picking on him now but <laughs> yeah yeah um but he's he's recording music on the road he's producing music on the road on top of recording these beautiful scenes and shots and one mm -hmm. of the one of the episodes um he stopped at the mojave desert that's got all like these joshua trees and all that and i think that's in la um he stopped at this like little like this really 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 old and um, ancient city civilization. I I forget the name of the of the civilization, but but um, 
Is it or, in, or, the, or the city? Is it in like it's in North America? Yeah, it's in North North America. I think it's in New Mexico, if I recall correctly. Um, but it was like this old ancient city that is still kind of standing and oh. it's just bricks and all that. But and there's no one there, so it's dead silent. But he was taking all these really, really cool shots. And the shots were very, very professional. He had these like he had this he's got this drone, 4K cameras, editing with his dog and all that. Um and it was really cool. It was like this is the kind of stuff I would get up to if I was just probably single right now in my 30s and just I would go on this like I think spiritual journey and just like drive to places and I think a lot of people are doing that I admire uh I admire people that that can do it I'm not one that can go alone but it's funny that you said that actually because I mean obviously I had no idea he was doing it but Jess Mm. has a a friend that's doing the same thing they bought a van and they made it nice enough to kind of sleep in and live out of and they're just traveling up the coast of of the of the United States and Mm -hmm. uh yeah, you're right. Like I think more and more people are doing that. My mom's um one of my mom's friends uh that I kind of grew up with. She's basically like an aunt as if I didn't have enough of them, but um like <laughs> so basically family. Uh her daughter did that in I want to say Australia or New Zealand. She was gone for a long time and actually got affected by COVID coming back. But oh. you know, someone who they which it was the coolest Instagram Instagram to follow with all the pictures that they have. Obviously, the scenery is amazing, but just a totally different lifestyle. Here's Jess and I haven't left the house during you know, kind of the tail end of pandemic, and they were you know trying to figure out how long they were going to be stuck in that uh, whatever one of those countries was uh, for how long they were going to be stuck there, and just the the pictures and stuff. So I can imagine you know on a Tom Green budget. <laughs> uh you know how like how cool the toys must be that he has right like yeah you know so yeah. the van probably not you know one of those like creepy vans you think of like it's just a white it could be but i bet you it's probably relatively nice if he's going to be traveling up and down and, and uh you know the countryside or across the the continent with that it's but it's such a cool concept i mean I don't think I could so go back to it. I don't think I could do that alone. Like you said, if you were single and, and whatever, mm-hmm. like if, if I was maybe, if I was maybe single, I could picture doing that with a friend, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know, like these people that do it alone, this is spiritual like quests and then you just meet people all the time. It's just such a crazy concept. And a friend of mine actually in the States did a, he, he biked, he rode his, his bicycle like not mm-hmm. a, a motorcycle, like an actual bike from basically Boston, I think to Cal, like to LA or, you know, somewhere in California. And he, he biked across the entire United States one summer. And it was, it's crazy to watch him. You know, he would, he would post about it and people were following him. So they did you know, like in, in a bike forum and they'd have him stay at his house on couches or, you know, at least over for a meal and a shower. Sometimes they were just parking in like, you know, random fields. It was a pretty cool story. So, I mean, Tom, Tom Green's probably also pretty interesting. It, yeah, yeah it, it's really cool. I, I actually just uh, Googled real quick what, what, what city it was. It's the, uh, the Chaco Culture National Historic Park, which is spelled C-H-A-C-O, Culture National Historic Park. And that is in New Mexico wow. uh, between Albuquerque and Farmington. And it's a remote canyon. Um, 
in a pre it was like one of the most ancient ruins north of mexico the park preserves one of the most important pre-columbian culture cultural and historical areas in the united states between ad 900 and uh 1150 so like yeah it's super super old and he stopped at this place and there's no one there and it's dead quiet but it's like this huge city um just in ruins and it's it's really cool and he's got these really 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 cool shots of this of this place and he's making this like um synth music with this place he's describing what he's feeling and it's this emotional journey and all that and i'm like this is wild i'm watching tom green go on a spiritual journey on youtube right. throughout north america and what's really cool is that he actually just landed at um at um his parents place in ottawa so they live in ottawa they have like a lake house in ottawa oh wow so, so he's, he's gone now quite he's, a ways he's gone quite a ways he's yeah. now with his with his parents and he's like doing like quick funny little clips with his parents and all mm -hmm. that going kayaking how old is and tom green now he actually is turning it's funny that you say this, he's turning 50 uh pretty soon because that was discussed in one of the clips uh i think he's turning 50 i want to say in a month or it's so? more asking Let's for a see. rough guess here right? yeah <laughs> well i think it was I'm not important. sending him a birthday card rob no no no, no, no. okay it, it was important the reason why I'm, I'm saying it's important because it in the episode that i watched mm -hmm. it, like he, he was discussing his birthday was coming up and i think he's celebrating his 50th birthday with his parents uh okay. july 30 july 30th so oh, he's turning 50 right on up. july 30th there you go there you go right oh up. spouse is drew barrymore married 2001 divorced 2002 uh yeah that was a short run which is funny because she's the one who says that Chad was great and um, Charlie James. Clearly it wasn't. Clearly it wasn't. It was not good time. enough. <laughs> Don't be sad because it's over. Be, be happy because it happened or whatever that is. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so switching gears, Eurogame. Congratulations, Italia. Yep. Forza. Dude. I'm so happy, man. It was, it was, it was a great game. Now... Um, I yeah. was actually rooting for it to come home. I wanted England to win. And it went to Rome. Uh, yeah, so. it's going to, to Rome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? So um, obviously really cool for Italy, uh, you know, and all of our, we have so many friends that are super Italian. So it's, uh, <laughs> well, I don't mean super in a bad way, but just, you know, obviously into it. Watch the, so where'd you watch the game? Oh, we watched it at, our, at my parents' place. Right on. My dad, my brother, my mom. We actually had a lovely brunch before well, while watching the game. Was so it pizza? No, it wasn't pizza. <laughs> you have pizza every time you go over there. <laughs> oh man, I know it's too much. Uh, no, it wasn't pizza this time. Actually, my 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 dad was like, "Yeah, come over, watch the game, and we'll make waffles." He's got this like waffle iron. It's like industrial waffle iron, and it's 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 amazing. He, he makes his own like strawberry sauce and blueberries and all that so we ended up making waffles but then my mom was like oh, let's do brunch she like cooked up eggs and did bacon and all that so it was actually really it was really nice and all of this was at three o'clock in the afternoon um so that's that a fun. that's a late that brunch it was a late brunch yeah for sure for sure um <laughs> uh, but yeah man euro game and then of course we uh we won in the pks and it of course you know just the ruckus that ensues like we all we did, we didn't do, we didn't go out or do anything because we're not crazy. We're not going to Highway 7 if, yeah, if you guys yeah. know the Toronto area at all because let's just like forget that. I'm not going to be stuck in traffic. 
but like we're just like we you know went outside in the backyard and went swimming after the game and we just hear all the honking and just the yelling just on the streets it's so funny um seeing that happen and of course when we're driving home you seeing all the, everybody wave their flag yeah yeah it's crazy crazy uh so england scored the fat i think it was they said the fastest in the final goal in the final ever that's right and then that, yeah. that was it for them they uh just a bummer, I guess, for obviously for them, you know, with how exciting it was being because uh, it was in Wembley, um, you know, that that kind of thing. So, right. um, but yeah, like I, and so actually, uh, I guess uh, for me, my weekend, we didn't even get to watch the game because I was up on a dock. So I was trying to find a stream of it. And then eventually um I went up there with a friend, Alex, and, an, and another one, Chris, and then Jess and my dad. And one of them was just like, why don't you just listen to it on TSN radio? So I just, you know, said, hey, Siri, can you find it? And uh, all of a sudden, when it was like right during the penalty kick. So pretty crazy that we kind of got to listen to it. Um, shows you how big it is, though, because none of us really care too much. I, I think I, I actually, I, I ended up, I was in a pool, so I, I cared a bunch. I was already eliminated at this point, but, um, you know, I had some some interest, but nobody else really cared. Like Jess was the only Italian one there, um, so probably happy with the outcome. But uh, yeah, pretty pretty nuts. Um, but the weekend was pretty fun. Uh, you know, being up there, we left Friday mid midday or Friday about ten a.m. and and got there just before one. I want to say it's just not not that bad of a drive. Um, mm -hmm. For some reason, it, like it, we always have it rain on the way up, and then it didn't rain the entire time we were there. So, uh, pretty fortunate with with the weather and rained afterwards. But um, great, great trip all around. So normally we actually stay at a cottage. In the past, my grandpa kind of rents one out, and then last year we we rented it separately, and then this year it was taken. Um, it's actually this place is already booked until next, you know, like until the end of twenty twenty two summer. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of things are in, are so in demand nowadays, right? It'd be tough. Yeah, so um, uh, we ended up staying at a at a motel about five minutes out of town, so really, really close. Um, let's see. Trying to find it. Pardon? Trying to find the motel, the name? No, so it's called the Stone Stone Fountain Motel, which we joked about it uh, in terms of, um, you know how uh, how nice it was. So the Stone Fountain Suites and Stone Castle Suites. The name kept changing the entire trip, uh, but <laughs> but honestly, it, was, it doesn't even matter, right? Because like we spent the whole day at the lake, and right. then uh, we would we would drive back. So the first night, we actually get back. And so actually, I, sh I should start it off. When we got there, the guy tried to charge us for having a cot in each of our rooms. So we actually had uh, three of us in one room, Jess and I included, even though we're the married ones. And normally you'd think two and two, but the one guy snores so bad that we decided three of us in one room and uh, him by himself in the other room. So only four people, uh, but three beds nonetheless. And the guy says... You know, oh, uh, by the way, it's $300 extra for the charge of the cots. And I was like, we, we don't want those. There's, there's only four of us here. You know, we definitely don't need two cots. That's five beds for four people. I mean, not that right. he would really know it, but um, so we thought that was weird. Anyways, we pay and we head to the lake. 
Uh, and then we come back and the first night we got back pretty late, I would say. Uh, I honestly don't remember the time. It's like, I don't check my phone too often at the cottage. I'm not, I'm not on it. I, I don't, I took off my, my Fitbit when I was. Well, as you, as you should, right? Like when you're at the cottage, you want to relax and unwind. You shouldn't be with technology as much as possible. Like, you know. yeah, for sure. That's, um, you know, that, that's what I like about it. So we get back to the, the hotel and on the door we were in rooms four and five i was in room four and my one buddy was in room five and then obviously i was sharing my room with two other people um when uh when we get back there's a sign on the door that says james harrison come see the front desk so i'm like that's my goodness i'm like that's uh sorry you have to maybe move closer to the mic rob oh oh my goodness i said (laughs) um yeah so i think uh I'm like, well, that's great. Everybody in here knows my name. You know, like there goes my privacy. Yeah, yeah that's I, I know we're in a small town. Like it doesn't really matter. But at the same time, right. so then get to the and the guy's like, oh, uh, that there's a family that needed that room. There was two beds in it, and you know, like a, a half kind of kitchen. I don't even think the, like there was much of a kitchen. And they moved us to an actually a better room, but they moved all of our stuff. Every single thing. And so the one one guy, Chris, his whole like he had unpacked stuff. So they they had to put it back into his bag, like going through our personal property. Oh my goodness. And, you know, we had been drinking, you know, a lot or right. whatever. So uh it was like it was all a shock and um Yeah, you know, I, I, I would I was, be so upset. I yeah. was calm talking to the guy, but but still right. really like visibly ticked off. Of course, um, you know, and it's kind of it's all of us yelling at this 90 year old man um, <laughs> that owns the business. And he, you know, he was just saying, like, I, I you know, have you guys ever made a mistake? And I kept using the term, you know, you came in and you robbed our stuff. And, you know, he's like, no, I didn't rob it. It's all right here. Like at the time we hadn't gone through it yet to see. But, you know, I, I wouldn't have left my money in there anyways. But what if I had or like, you know, what if what if this and there's so many things we could have left in there with like personal belongings. Basically, I said, you know, like we, when we pay and we we leave our information, that kind of thing, like, you know, this is like a contract that I assume this room is not being broken into while I'm gone, at least not by the people who live here. And Mm -hmm. so they said they tried to call my dad, which I called him. He said, nope, not one, like not one missed phone call. And uh, then they said, you know, they didn't take my, my phone number down, which I thought was weird at the time, but how often is this a thing? And all of this so that this other family could just sleep in the room with the cot. But there was more room and like they could have easily put a cot in our new room. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all of it very confusing. Uh, we ended up getting um, what the first night comped, which like overall was about 250 bucks maybe. So, I mean, kind of nice, but um, yeah, such a weird... Weird that scenario. is so strange, man. That's the yeah. type of stuff that you would type up on a like a Yelp or Google review. It's like, don't go to this place if you want your stuff stolen. Yeah, when you look at the reviews, <laughs> like, you know, uh, not too far from town, sleeping was okay. Uh, don't leave anything in there though, because the owner just pokes around, sees sees what you got. <laughs> what I mean, and he may and he may post your full name on the door, and he posts like you know that was just the cherry on top to try and get yeah. some sort of compensation. Because then my dad, you know, we went golfing in the morning. My dad came in to just show him his phone, and this guy was like, "I want you to hear the other side of the coin." You know, like I made a mistake. These people really needed the place. 
We're like, what difference does that make? We needed yeah. a place. <laughs> yeah. Or you um, call me first and then we can discuss it. And... Yeah, because he had my dad's phone number. And the thing was, right. too, when, when we got there, no one answered the door. This 90-year-old man's probably having a nap. So <laughs> no one answers the door. Like We're out loud kind of coming in. And then um, Alex goes to ring the bell at the desk. And I said to him, like, don't ring it in case he's like right there. We don't know what he's doing, right? Like, give it 30 more seconds. Then we'll ring the bell. And uh, so the time goes by. We ring the bell. Nothing happens. Then more people walk in. So Jess and Chris walk in making more noise, don't hear it. So I notice the phone's on the wall, so I call it. And then as I hear him answer the phone, I see somebody in the back, so I hang it up. But apparently everybody else saw that the phone said James Harrison calling. So like he had my phone number and he didn't call me. Not did that he you, would... Did you by any chance, um, you know, when you're picking your destination to, to find this motel or whatever, did you end up in a town called Schitt's Creek at all? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it sounds like it, right? But the thing is, like, my family stayed here before because obviously we have a huge family. So back in the, you know, my um, my uncle got married. I was trying to figure out how young I was, but um, you know, anyways, my family stayed there before. We we knew where it was. It was the closest place to in town that that had it. And, and like, you know, if you try to look up an Airbnb for a cottage, uh, even you know, we I don't even know when we would have booked this because it was kind of the weekend after canada day so we were we were nervous there's only so many weekends in the summer um so i i i wouldn't have any other complaint besides the break-in was uh right. you know rubbed us the wrong way obviously but crazy right. time but it, cottage was great though um water was amazing hung out with my dad all weekend um got to see uh some cousins uh, my cousin has uh this amazing trailer that's so nice on the inside like big rv trailer nice he parked that's it out awesome. in the like my grandpa's uh yard for this cottage the backyard is is huge and then the lakefront is is awesome you know that's good swimming you can dive right in uh on sunday we took the boat there's an island where my um aunt and uncle have a cottage so we went to go visit more family we they came over on the saturday and we went to go visit them again on the sunday but just you know kind of everything um that i really wanted to do in in one weekend we we did it it was amazing that's amazing and you know what i think a lot of people nowadays are definitely looking forward to getting out getting outside and spending it with either friends or family or even both and it sounds like you did exactly that on that in that one weekend and just kind of get away you know it's funny that you go through those negative experiences with um i would say you know, businesses and vendors that you deal with on those types of vacations, because every vacation's got some sort of BS story of something, something doesn't work out, some mm -hmm. reservation doesn't work out. And it's just always, always nonsense. It sucks when you deal with it. But in the grand scheme of things, it sounds like it sounds like you guys had a really relaxing, fun time. So that's that's awesome. I, I even saw like a little clip of you and your dad playing, playing uh, some, some yeah, beer pong there, some beer pong. Excellent. Um, yeah, yeah see, he awesome. doesn't he doesn't drink. So I, I drank uh, for the two of us. Um, okay, right on. But uh, we, I, it was pretty close. We won a two out of three series. And then I think the next night we won, we were two and one. So, or one and maybe one and one. Anyways, nice. it's pretty fun. I think that was his first time playing beer pong, I want to say. Um, that was played, his first time? Yeah, it's not really a common thing. Like, although we had that ping pong oh, table way. down there, we only use it for ping pong because most <laughs> of the time, well, in the past, we've stayed at a different cottage. And not that like so that was that was my grandpa's. But that's not that that's not his. Up. That's that's not his first time playing beer pong. I ever. think so. I think so. Wow, crazy. 
It's not oh, like he has a that's, son that's, that's won awesome. the title. So, you know, it's not the... <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. That looks like that looked like it looked like you guys had a, had a blast. Yeah. It was, I can't wait. It was awesome. And uh, yeah. Jess and I got, you know, shot. So Jess, Chris and I actually all got the shot on the same day last Wednesday. Um, you know, obviously it's still two weeks before you're supposed to you know, fully go out and into the world. And it, it was funny because um, on Instagram today, I was talking to Jess about it and I saw an Arkells, they're playing Budweiser stage, I guess August 13th and 14th. Okay. So nice. I, I said, uh, you know, do you want to go to this? Because when we move to the States at some point, you know, the Arkells aren't going to be hitting Seattle as frequently <laughs> as they're going to be playing Toronto and Hamilton. Sure. And, um, you know, being from Hamilton and, and they, they went to the same university that Jess and I went to, that it would be cool to, you know, kind of go see them one more time. But it, she had said, you know, I, I don't know, it could be, could be soon. I guess like, you know, when, like when you, after your second shot, are you, do you think that you'll be going to places like a concert and just soaking it all up because you've missed it? Or are you going to be in there like, this is too, too soon for me? Because I know some people have said when they watch, you know, something on TV, Mm-hmm. And it's a TV show and it shows a concert, you know, from in the past, right? Right. And they're like, I don't know if I could go back to that. Like picture Budweiser mm-hmm. stage, especially like those chairs aren't too, they're pretty close together, right? Like it packed yeah. you in so they could get as many as possible. So what's, what, right. you know, how, how do you feel about that right now? Um, I think, uh, you know, having that we've both done our full series of shots and we've already waited 14 days and everything is fine health wise. Um, I would love to definitely go to a concert now that being said would i be worried uh yeah i'm sure there's a uh you know um a varying amount of concern whether you get COVID or not mm-hmm. um you know obviously with the vac- vaccination the whole reason is that you have a level of protection that is you know you, you can you could fight it off or not get it or if you do get it you know the ser- the symptoms aren't as serious as as, as they could be um, you know, I think, yeah, I would probably would go, but maybe not in a sit down arena right away, maybe an outdoor event where you can mm. be spread out a little bit. Um, you know, if I, if I ever was in an arena, it, it'd be with a mask on for sure. And I'm sure like any venue, it, that would be the initial requirement. Um, and it's kind of weird too, cause you know, what is the outlook for these types of venues when you want to go to a concert are they going to require a mask or are they going to require that you're vaccinated i saw that in the news the other day um like the seneca like seneca college is requiring students and faculty staff to have the vaccination before returning to uh to their you know like in class physical in class right so yeah back to campus at all because that way you'd Want everyone I, to dude, be and, and man, each I other. love, I love music, and I miss concerts, and I was always, always look forward to music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the one thing that uh, I like about being in the Toronto area is that there's so many local bands that you could just go into some sort of dive bar and just check out and listen to some like a really amazing musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do miss that a lot. Uh, so. You know, I, I feel I feel like I do want to go out and support the music industry a lot more because, you know, they're they've been hurting for a year and a half. It, it, it's a hard question to answer, I would say mm-hmm. for sure. Because yeah, I a like good, it's a good for, question for me. You know, I didn't really think of it. I, I thought of, you know, I'll, I'll be healthy. Still only the two of us in the house. 
Yeah. Um, you know, my all my parents, everybody will be be good by then. I can picture getting there and, and, and having it be a little weird or, you know, being in a lineup to get a beer or in the bathroom. The bathroom is to me where I'm going to be like, okay, well, this is disgusting. <laughs> like every, there's, you know, how many people at a concert, how many in the men's room, do you really see them wash their hands? You know, I see yeah. people just walk in and out of there all the time. People 100%. are just pissing all over the floor. And then, and then pe- I watch people do the half wash where they're like, just they the don't, don't want to just walk right out. So they, they just like put some water on there. They and get embarrassed. Like, I, I am good to go. Um, so I, you know, I, I can, I can picture that being super weird. Like when we get back to it, but you know, I'm, I think I'm overall pretty excited too. And, and we've talked about it before, yeah. you know, like you're even wearing a, a tool shirt now, I think. Um, uh, of course. course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, the, obviously, and even when we had Nick on, we were talking about how important music is, is to us. So it's, uh, you know, it's such a cool thing live. And I, you know what, actually, do you remember the last live show you saw in person? That would be a tool concert. Was- Thank you. <laughs> what, was the, what was the date? Uh, it was the January or something like that. Because I think, didn't we? Oh, do- no, 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 no. Actually, sorry, I, I'm, I'm wrong. I did see a tool show, but I actually saw a Devin Oh, and this is this is kind of weird talking about this now. I saw a Devin Townsend concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Devin Townsend is, he's an, Amer- uh, an amazing uh, Canadian musician. Uh, ranges from ambient music to heavy metal to to hard rock. Awesome. I think huge, you mentioned him that you and, you and Terry watched uh, a concert. Progressive progressive rock and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're big fans. He's got a mm-hmm. huge catalog, massive catalog of music. But anyways, yeah, we ended up watching a, a Devin Townsend concert at the Phoenix in Toronto, and it was sardines. It was so packed. Mm. We couldn't move anywhere. And even, I, I know you know the Phoenix, but even at yep. the back where the bar is, it's usually pretty open. You can uh, kind of move around. No, it was sardines that far back. That's crazy. And it was so, it was pretty cool because it was like, wow, he's he's getting he's- huge. You know, I like seeing that. I like seeing like, you know, your favorite artist getting so big that the venue is just packed. It works like um, two different ways, though, to me. One way is it's cool to watch them grow. And the other is, hey, remember that time when you and I saw Dallas Green and he wasn't City and right. yet? He was Dallas Green. <laughs> and then he just sold out five shows in Toronto or something not too long right. ago. So right. like, as much as it's cool, at the same time, it's like, eh. It's bittersweet. You know, we, we had it pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's bittersweet. Uh, but yeah, like we so so that was the last concert, and that was February, and then like the official COVID, like that was March, I would say thirteenth, eleventh, something like that. But it was like right. February, and then we saw the Devon Townsend concert. That was the last concert. I'm trying to think of mine. So two, it? two. So that's pretty cool. Like two of my favorite bands. I saw yeah. two of my favorite bands before the yeah, lockdown. If you, if you never see another one, you went out. On top, you went out on top <laughs> of your concert viewing, you know, like who you'd want to see, maybe in order. I'm, I'm sure you'd want to see, you know, who's next for you. Perfect Circle, uh, yeah. Deftones, you know, if we just go down the Robbie list of your, uh, but I thought, but for some reason I wanted to say, and I thought it might be for both of us. I couldn't remember. Do you remember seeing my brother-in-law play in Toronto? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we saw him at that bar, that local bar the, there. The Rex, I was like, it was a great, jazz bar. Yeah, yeah great, the Rex, great yeah. jazz bar. Um, and Hamilton, that 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 spot in Hamilton that we went to as well, where well, it was that, like underground. Oh, maybe that's the last one I saw then. 
Was it the last one? I, I thought no. there was one where it was me, you, Nick, Jess, and Rocco. And anyways, this is all just to go back to your point about, um, you know, great live music. Like not to to really plug him, but he is really, really talented. My brother-in-law's name is Rob Capoletto. Uh, you can look up his music online. Um, but uh, Where can we find his music online? I'm sure YouTube, Instagram, you know. The How usual. do we spell Rob Capoletto? C-A-P-P-E-L-L-E-T-T-O. Nice try. <laughs> well, you know, just to help him out a little bit. Give the um, give the give the audience a little <laughs> yeah so a little boost. But anyways, he like he's really really amazing. But it just goes to show you, um, you know, because I've been to that that place before, and right. he's, he's done right. I think a trio and a quart like usually a quartet. But just the idea of being able to see that much good live music is to go back to what you're saying about living in Toronto, is mm-hmm. is why it's so cool if you if you love live music. It's a good good city for it. I'm right. sure there's there's more obviously. Um, you know, like I've seen, I've been to Nashville and that was amazing. And I don't even really like country. It was just, it's so cool to watch so many people be so talented um, mm-hmm. and, and be performing. Going back to your point of like, whether you're going to go back into concerts and how early, I would say it definitely does depend on, you know, what, what's going to be said about opening up venues, mm-hmm. and numbers, the rate of who's being tested and all that, the positivity rate. And then eventually, you know, you're going to be double vaccinated for a long period of time. You have to outweigh how long you want to live your life in fear of not going out to these venues once it gets a little bit more comfortable for the general public, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if, if, uh, if I'd say, you know, you know to you, like if they, Ar- this Arkell show was this weekend, maybe it's a little bit too early. Um, it wouldn't even be you know, within, hard the, to judge. within the two weeks for us, you know, so like definitely yeah. turned down. But if it was right after it. I don't know. And again, like you said, because this one's sort of weird because it has that indoor seating feel, but it's outdoors. Um, having right. said that, you know, I think that the Blue Jays are supposed to start playing at the Sky Dome again, or Rogers Center, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'd love to go see. Please, Sky Dome. It's a Sky Dome, yeah. It's a Sky Dome. Um, yeah, I'd love to go see a Blue Jays game. But the thing about that is for sure, you know, that place holds 50,000 people. If I want to go see right. a game and just kind of get back into the energy of, of what it's like, I can buy a ticket probably pretty cheap on the very top and not sit anybody, not sit near anybody the whole time. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, it'd be different, sure. I think, in, at the concert where everyone is literally singing along, spitting on each other. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 these are the concerts I go to. <laughs> I, I've definitely had some yeah. some mosh pit experiences uh, back in my day where I've had other people's sweat on me. So I, you know, right? I, so <laughs> totally, totally get it. <laughs> and even if you're being nice and and you know it's not that kind of thing in like out in the in the field or or whatnot, because or on the on the lawn, it's called at the Budweiser stage. It's um, you know, you're still just around so many people for the first time. I think I like I'm looking forward to to doing it, but it's still it'll still be interesting that first time, uh, you know. And and I I don't have the anxiety the way that certain people are going to have it. So it's just an interesting concept, mm-hmm. you know, of like now I got the double dose, and you feel like you're invincible until you see a hundred other people, and you're like, oh, I don't know how now we'll test this thing out. So <laughs> interesting, anyway. Speaking of uh, seeing things live, though, which was pretty cool, this happened to me last night. Um, I actually went to go see our friend Greg's brother, uh, Gabe. He is a soccer coach, 
um, for the, I'm not sure if I should say where exactly, uh, well, his permission. So he's a soccer coach to say for a local team. And, um, it was really cool because, uh, you know, Greg invited, invited us out to, to view his, uh, his brother's team and cheer them on and all that. And I had a blast, man. It was so much fun. Um, and fresh friend, off the Italy win too, like the next yeah, exactly. night, you know, and all exactly. everyone's there. It's, it's a cool, uh, kind of pump up, you know, to get back into live soccer. Was that the first game of his season? The first game of the season. That's what it was, it was really oh, big. That's, and that's it was, awesome. and it was out, it was an outdoor, there was a, like a bar there, but it was outdoor patio too. So it was like the first like outdoor patio thing that I've done Yeah, as well. Oh, okay. Um, what are you talking about? I was at, at a patio with you two weekends ago. Three oh, weekends sorry. Ago. Well. <laughs> Okay, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, so well, how many, you know, the, se- the second outdoor patio thing that I've done? I wonder how many concerts done, uh, you've seen since after Tool that I just oh, don't gosh. know about that I can't list off for you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anything since Tool except for these five. Uh, yeah, haven't uh, been to a patio except for here, here, and here. I listen to a lot of music. It all just gets drained. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, really cool. Man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome. Like obviously we known, um, I've known uh, Greg and Gabe for a long time. And it was really cool because it was the first time I've seen him cheer his team on, and I just like, like his girl scored a scored a goal, and then he just yelling them from the sidelines like, all right, let's get back in it, let's attack that center, and like, nice, it was, nice. It was so, it was so cool. It's just getting getting them riled up and all that, and having that energy. And there was quite a bit of a crowd there, you know, in the big soccer provincial soccer game. Um, it was uh, it was awesome to see. But yeah, saw it with Greg, and of course, uh, unbeknownst to me, our friend Wheeler and Tori, our friends Wheeler and Tori, uh, showed up, mm-hmm. and it was it was awesome seeing them and just catching up with them. That's awesome. Um, after after a long period of time and they brought their dog and all that so it was, it was really cool seeing them chilling with them yeah i guess um, you know, i was jealous that i couldn't go you know like i was honestly thinking actually it's funny because we had just driven back from the cottage on monday so to drive back oh, that area would have been a lot of driving that, a lot of, lot of driving that day but um you know again i haven't seen gabe in a long time and uh gag sorry greg and gabe uh, and their other brother, like they're they're like my brothers, you know. Like um, I I spent yeah. so much time at their house, um, you know. I, I call his mom my mom, and she calls me her son. And uh, it's it, it would be cool to see him in that moment because he's kind of been a leader like that for a long time. Um, well, he's he's definitely been my leader like that for a long time. You know, I've always known him to be in that role, but maybe not seen it so much in action with an actual team. Because um, mm-hmm. he's always been trying to, you know, he used to try to create um, like hockey leagues, but street hockey leagues with just kids around the neighborhood. And, you know, he'd be organizing it and, and trying to plan the teams and you yeah. know, certain games and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, obviously that's really tough. He used to try and, and play hockey with us when, when we were younger. Obviously his whole family, like Greg's whole family, they basically ran Aurora soccer for a long time. You know, I think uh, his dad was a convener of the whole league. I want to say his mom knows everybody in the town. Um, so one of the like, so then even you know that's why when I got to high school, um, you know everybody knew that that family. Um, you know the, the three brother, the, the three brothers, and and coming down. So, um, you know, pretty cool. I definitely would have wanted to have been there to support him. Hopefully, I, maybe I will get out to one uh, 
you know, in August or something sometime. Well, funny that you say that. Uh, I'm sure he'll love hearing this because he did mention to me that he loves listening to the podcast. So, oh, no you way. know, he is, uh, that was, I was a shock to me too. I was like, oh, wow, you listen to podcasts? That's awesome. I have no idea he knew about it. So really cool. And uh, Gabe, if you're, if you're hearing this, um, you know, had a great time last night, buddy. And uh, definitely would, would love to check out your, your, uh, your games again live. I think he actually mentioned he had one near my house um coming up in a couple of weeks so um, yeah. we'll see him again for sure do you know how far his um the scope is of like where he might have because now i'm thinking you know maybe if there's one out this way i just uh he mentioned he did mention windsor at one point so i don't know where exactly but shoot him a message and he'll he'll let you know he's got a bunch of games starting to get lined up here so well if there's um, ones yeah. in windsor then there's you know going to be ones um for sure in uh you know like at least some area right so um right. that'd be pretty cool uh, one 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 note i would uh want to point though like because you mentioned that he's he's definitely geared up a bunch of these games when you guys were kids mm-hmm. is the importance of physical education and how cool is that like right. he is let alone a gay being a, a a leader in his girls uh soccer team right now you know he was a leader before mm-hmm. right he was he was trying to get you guys outside and and, and trying to get you guys moving and all that so that's really cool. And I think that's that's what's missing a lot of these days around, uh, I would say, our, your local community is is just getting kids out there and playing games and whether it's hockey, soccer, whatever, um, sports and all that. Like that's 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 really cool. And that's that speaks to his character. So do you uh, did you know Gabe has his own podcast as well? I don't know if they do. Like he how, does. Yeah. I think yeah. it's called Skip the Friends. That's right. Um, that's right. But yeah, he's it's. it's all about sports um you know like all the episodes i've ever listened to it and and gabe one of the more knowledgeable people i know that about sports um trying to suck up to the big bro here but uh <laughs> he i think he also has the ability to be honest about his own team as opposed to other people like you know what people hate toronto maple leaf fans because they just think that they you know they're like oh every decision we make is the best decision ever and then mm-hmm. 10 years later, they'll say, that guy was an idiot. We should have done this. Gabe mm-hmm. can say in, in the moment, um, you know, like whether or not he thinks this is a good move or we'll have to wait and see, or I think why this. Uh, so it's pretty interesting to hear his, his thoughts on all that. And, um, but yeah, skip the friends podcast, I believe. There you go. There you go. Um, the last final note I had, uh, well, it was actually it occurred today, ended up crying, which was, I ended up crying. Yes. Uh, my my wife ordered three online courses for my son, uh, which included English, music, and math. <laughs> so I see him on this little laptop today. He's got a headset on and he's talking to the teacher and all that. I look at I look at my wife, and I'm like, I'm gonna cry right now. This is like, so this proud. such a, like such a, cool a proud. Day. Yeah, because he's like, this is this is something I, w- I was amazing, expecting. Buddy. I was expecting like September. And like, you know, when he goes to school, like I, I told Terrence, like when he goes to school in September and that I go back to the house and it's, it's empty, like I'm going to, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just going to just be so emotional. But man, I was, just, I was just watching him like, oh my God, answer the teacher's questions and just following along. And he's, he was learning different scales on this, like um, on the website, he's like clicking the different scales, you know, playing Mary had a little lamb on this like flash animation piano thing. Oh, on the cool. Website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Uh, so, awesome, so man. he loved it. Day one was amazing. 
So English was a little bit, uh, he fell through like uh, half an hour into the, like there were an hour per, per course. Mm. So English, he like, he, he lost interest half an hour into it. He's four years old. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but music, he was, he was, uh, he was loving the music. You know, he, he was loving playing with the, the piano and the different strings. Like it was a little, little website where you can, where you can play with different instruments and, and so the cool. different notes and all that. And then next week he's got uh, math. And they're they're gonna learn on the abacus, which we have one mm-hmm. for him. So uh, yeah, pretty cool, man. That's awesome, buddy. Like, that's <laughs> such a, a cool, dad, cool moment, dad proud and, uh, moment. Yeah, good, yeah. good for you for, well, for you know, for the family. It's a it's a cool. Someone's cutting up onions in here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So looking forward to that, and nice. of course, looking forward to September. He's uh. When he's uh, officially going back to school, and it's just going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be good for my wife. Obviously, she, you know, she's going to have a lot more time mm-hmm. to focus on her business and her photography and make more sales and all that. So it's going to be good all around. But yeah, definitely going to be emotional. Yeah, yeah, the right kind and, of emotions, uh, really, you know. Yeah, yeah, good, good emotions for sure. And on that note, I think we'll we'll end it here for sure, though, buddy. This has been episode twenty-seven of the Crushing Through Love Life. Bah! This has been episode 27 of the Crushing Through Life podcast with your hosts, Rob and Jim. And thank you so much for listening. Please follow us. Check us out on linktree.com slash crushing through life where you can find all of our socials. Take care and have a great day. Have a good one.